the hard shoulder with Nissan number one for petrol in Ireland number one for electric Nissan innovation that excites this is News Talk Yes, it's a pleasure to welcome back John Kelleher and Sue Murphy to preview both the big screen and what's on the box in the week ahead. Now, our first uh, film was reviewed earlier on in the week by the Hard Shoulders' youngest critic. Take a listen. My favourite character is Nala and my favourite part of the film is the ending when they have the baby and also the fight. I will give this movie 100 stars. Indeed, uh, certainly. (laughs) Yes, that is, of course, John's granddaughter, Lola, who we're delighted to have regularly reviewing uh, uh, particularly kids' uh, films. Uh, She saw The Lion King um, and gave it a rave review. So, John, this is a remake, is it? It's it's a sort of a remake, yeah. It's a live-action remake of the classic Disney animation, 1994, of the same name. Um, and it's 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 computer-generated animation, um, motion capture, virtual reality, live-action. It's It looks absolutely beautiful. Uh, it's had a lot of criticism, the consensus kind of criticism that it doesn't measure up to the original animation for a number of reasons. I really liked it though and I found it very enjoyable to watch. Uh, but there are some problems. It looks It's a little bit like watching Planet Earth. You're, the, the animals are fantastic and some of the set pieces are just staggering, astonishingly beautiful. But the thing that doesn't quite work is the 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 voice the, the terrific voice cast wonderful cast but the animals actually speaking uh, it doesn't always come across successfully, which it does do in an animation because they can play games and accents and all of that. And the the animation, the the line drawing animations work much better. If you see a real lion and you hear him singing, uh, it's not quite as believable as if you see a cartoon. Mm. Character and he's he's kind of singing, but the the you know the story is exactly the same. It's it's completely uh, based upon the original animation, and it's in fact a kind of a homage, a tribute to it. Um, and as I say, it's lovely to see. It's really beautiful to to look at. Tell us about the cast. The cast is fantastic. It's um, James Earl Jones actually plays the, the, the character of Mufasa, the Lion King, the first Lion King, and he was also in the original. Um, Beyonce plays the character that, that Lola liked the best, Nala. That was no surprise that Lola liked her. Um, John Oliver, whom you probably know, plays Zazu, and Seth Rogen is uh, Pumba. Jeremy Irons played uh, the character of the villainous, evil, murderous, treacherous oh. Scar uh, in the original animation. And um, he's played in this one by uh, Chibatel Ali, I think I sp- spell, say his name right, Ejiofor, who's a distinguished black actor. And he, um, I don't think he's as good as Jeremy. Jeremy was, was sort of wonderfully over the top, bombastic and deeply uh, menacing as Scar.
You're nodding and shaking your head. Have you seen it, Sue? Sorry, no, I haven't. I've seen clips of it, but I've been reading the reviews this week and a lot of the consensus is that the music is just really jarring. But the original, you cannot top Jeremy Irons as Scar. Mm. He was brilliant. There was no reason to cast that again, really. Right, (laughs) so out of five then... Well, I think Lola gave it 100 mm. uh, out of five, which actually I think Disney stock is falling on the stock market because of that, because she normally gives, as you know, 500. <laughs> yes, indeed, know. indeed. But, uh, so, so 100 for her is, is, is it's still good, but I would give it three out of five. Three out of five. Yeah. OK, OK. So um, it will be box office success. Oh, though. yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, it'll be really good. But I mean, it's the third or fourth of the Disney live action live remakes. Action, yeah. You've had Jungle Dumbo, Book. you've had uh, Aladdin. Yeah. Uh, this I don't think this now would be in the same league as, say, Toy Story 4, which is absolutely superb. All right. Uh, there you have it. The Lion King, three out of five. Uh, kids will love it. Uh, the remake, a little bit of an issue over the synchronisation of the music, the casting. But if you like it, uh, go see it. Now, uh, Sue's first TV pick is uh, the genealogy series. Uh, Who Do You Think You Are is back on BBC Monday nights at 9pm. Tell us who's in it. So they have eight more celebrities for this season and they've really, I mean, they've really gone above and beyond this year. They have Daniel Radcliffe as the first. He is looking back through his um, family's jewellery business. His grandfather owned a jewellery business. But there was a robbery of that jewellery business that had an impact on the entire family. And he's going through some of the history of that. The huge one in this series is Kate Winslet whose mother died of ovarian, ovarian cancer and urged her to actually look into her family's roots. And she has Swedish ancestry, so she goes to Sweden and finds out all about her ancestors. There, I, I do know what happens. Don't read around it because I think what's brilliant about Who Do You Think You Are is they bring you on the journey mm. of finding out about the family and they pick really good It's like good turning stories. a corner. You don't know what you're going to hit exactly. next. Exactly, yeah. But, but they, there's always a twist, nearly. Always a twist, yeah. but they pick the stories very well. I'm not quite sure how they do it behind the scenes, but they must just pick the stories that are absolutely well, no, well, I, I did the RT one and what they do is they get 12 people, say they're doing six yeah, and, and they, they pick, pick the ones best. that yeah. have some skeleton in the cupboard. Needless to say, I came straight flying out <laughs> of it uh, uh, with some nefarious uh, character in my past. Uh, yeah, OK. So it starts this coming Monday. Monday yeah, uh, That's the first, is it? Yes, yeah. and there's eight more. So Jack Whitehall, Naomi Harris is another one. Um, Sharon Osbourne is another one. So they've really got really, really good guests this time because okay. sometimes it can be a bit, oh, I'm not really interested mm. in that. But the Kate wins at one looks absolutely brilliant. I think that might be the second in the season. Uh, Danny Rodgers. It takes a huge amount of work to you know to dig into it. The research team is unbelievable. You know to go through parish records, baptismal records, all sorts of things. And they're fascinating stories. They really Um, are fascinating stories. All right. Who do you think you are? BBC One is back. Right. Let's get on to your second movie, The Dead Don't Die. It's a zombie comedy horror. Okay. Tell me about it. I knew you'd like it. (laughs) This is by the writer-director, the kind of cult writer-director, Jim Jarmusch, American. Um, And it's probably a treat for his fans. And I'm kind of one of them, but I was not treated. I didn't like this at all. I was very disappointed. He's very good at doing genre films. He's done a Western. He's done a vampire. He's done a hitman film. But this is his crack at the zombie genre. And it's, in my book, it completely fails. Um, It's set 
in sleepy at a small sleepy town called Centerville and the moon is larger than usual in the sky and things strange things start to happen you can see everything coming the clocks the cell phones the the electronic devices start to malfunction and animals are acting strangely apparently polar fracking has tilted the globe off its axis but the zombies then that's a cue for the zombies to sort of rise from mm-hmm. their graves and start but attacking. you normally are, are less dismissive of this kind of thing I like a zombie I like a yeah. good zombie film but a good zombie film has to be one of two things it has to be horrific or it has to be comedic comedy or horror mm. you know and this in a sense is attempting to be both and it is neither it just doesn't really come across. Uh, but there's one, it's, so there's also a kind of satire because the, these zombies are driven not just by blood. They're mad for blood and for guts and chewing up people. Um, but they also, um, they're, they're, they're also going mad for consumer goods um, that underpin the lifestyle and the economy of this small town called Centerville. And that's a little sort of a twist, uh, which is a bit, little bit amusing. But it tries to be too clever, Ivan. It's, 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 the characters are even making specific reference from time to time to, to the screenplay or to their own parts um, or to the theme music. It's too clever by half. Too clever by half. And it's mildly amusing in places. And I really am a big fan of Bill Murray mm. and Adam Driver, both of whom have, you know, very good sort of deadpan roles and there's an over the top wonderful chew the scenery performance by Tilda Swinton who plays a Scottish uh, samurai sword wielding um, she's actually a mortician um, but it doesn't work for me at all So the dead don't die out of five? Two Two. Okay, which is as low as you're going lately. <laughs> All right, so a bit of a thumbs down there from John for The Dead Don't Die. Neither, neither comedic nor horrific enough uh, for him. All right, let's. Uh, because there's a dearth of original and good TV, you're mm-hmm. leaning on Netflix catch-up. Yep. What have you got for us? I picked out three picks of uh, stuff. If you haven't seen them, they are very, very. Uh, much Especially this watching. holiday time um, and it's raining or whatever, yeah, and, and you want to kill some time. Exactly, yeah? and these there's enough on Netflix actually. The the really good series and two of them are actually BBC to catch up on. The first one is Line of Duty. If you haven't seen Line of Duty, there's four series of Line of Duty on Netflix. There's five altogether. It's a British anti-corruption unit called AC12, and they're basically investigating dirty police officers through um, through the police force. It is one of the best. I'm on the second series. John has seen all of it. It's one of the best series I've ever watched. It's mm. brilliant, brilliant cast, brilliant acting, brilliant storylines and plots. And it just ca- takes in all these twists and turns. It's set where? It's set in London, UK. London. Yeah, it's the London Police Force. But it's just, it, it's so dark in places and so shocking. Things happen in episodes that you're not expecting at all. It's very well written. Same writer. Is there good continuity between the police officers yes, and so that? Yes, the, the it's the same unit that function between all the different series but they just look after a different case in every every single series. So the first series is based around one guy called Tony and they're trying to get him all the way through it. But it's just, it's really good. It's a right amount of mystery and drama and then all of your police force stuff in, in there as well. It's really, okay. really good. If you haven't seen it, five series of Line of Duty. The Bodyguard. I'm, I think we talked about this when it was on. Bodyguard's one of the best things the BBC have produced. Um, it was a military veteran who was assigned to a politician called Julia Montague as her personal bodyguard. I've seen it, yeah. And uh, he basically has to protect her. But again, another one of the... The same writer worked on The Bodyguard and on Line of Duty loads of twists and turns in it. He has PTSD after being in the war. He's trying to re- repair his relationship with his wife and get back to his kids. She's trying to 
progress herself further and in doing so is endangering herself while he's trying to protect her and it's just brilliant, brilliant TV. It'll be on edge of your seat. The first episode and sixth episode are two of the best episodes I've seen this year. It's really, really good. Okay. Um, the Bodyguard, yeah, I can certainly vouch for that. I saw it in kind of real time when I was on BBC. And Our Planet, a David Attenborough special, is yeah, it? Yeah, I sometimes think that people forget it's on because this was actually a Netflix series. It wasn't one for BBC. It's an eight-part series. But there's the camera um, footage that they've got is just absolutely amazing. The footage that they've got of the animals in their natural habitats and the stories they tell and the editing, the way they put together each of these stories is just beautifully told. There's two particular ones. The story of the walrus, I'm sure everyone has seen it at this stage if you have seen it. There's one about um, birds and how they mate and it's amazing, amazingly shot. And the narration by David Attenborough, you're just not going to get any better. The team working on this, I think they were working on, was it 50 different shoots, 50 countries across the world on 50 different shoots at any given time okay. to put the so, content so together. So you have a wide variety there to All pick brilliant. from. On Netflix, Line of Duty, The Bodyguard and Our Planet, a David Attenborough documentary series. So finally, that brings us to our TV movie. What have you got? I think you might have seen this. I uh, have. Philomena. Um, it's really oh, Steve Coogan's movie, although you have to say Judy Dench is terrific in it. But uh, Steve Coogan conceived it, he produced it, he wrote the screenplay, and he plays the male lead. And uh, it got four Oscar nominations. And um, it just it works so well. It's handled with great sensitivity, as you know, a difficult story. You know, a, a woman on a search uh, for. Um, the, the 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 child that she had when she was pregnant and put into a, a forced to live in a convent, and then the child taken away from her, so it becomes kind of part road movie, part um, detective story. But the, there's a lovely lightness of touch, and there's there's well judged humour. It's kind of gentle. It's funny. It's heartbreaking. Um, sentimental sometimes mm. but it's not syrupy and it's just really enjoyable mm. very impressive Alright it's on Saturday BBC One at 10.20 Tom recommended uh, John recommended LA Confidential last week I recorded it watched it Saturday night and fell asleep after half an hour so I'll have <laughs> to replay not, it again sometime I'm just working too hard just two texts just wanted to thank John for recommending Rake on Netflix it's become one of the best comedy drama series around and it's highly entertainment and in relation to zombie films check out Return of the Living Dead on Netflix it's a great laugh my thanks as always uh, to John Kelleher and uh, Sue Murphy for picking out the best on the box and the Briggs screen